0: The finest medical men in Europe were all eager to see firsthand how Koch's substance could destroy the worst disease humanity had ever known. On one of those trains was a young English physician, making the pilgrimage not for the cure, but to scrutinize the evidence behind it. This man, an unknown provincial doctor who yearned to become something greater, was en route to play detective and to assess what Dr. Koch had created. He idolized Koch, but his years in practice had hardened him to the promise of quick cures and easy fixes. He was headed to Berlin to discern whether this remedy might really work. And this trip would change his life. He would arrive as an observer of history, but leave as a figure in it. He would arrive as a physician, but leave as a writer. This doctor's name was Arthur Conan Doyle. Deadly as it was, horrible as it was, tuberculosis was also entirely ordinary in the last decades of the 19th century. For that entire century, the numbers are staggering. In England, as many as a quarter of all deaths were due to consumption. In the United States, the disease was the leading cause of death— In German towns, tuberculosis was the second largest killer after gastrointestinal diseases, but when one includes deaths attributed to generic lung conditions, most of which are likely to have been TB, it accounts for a plurality of deaths by far. These figures are fuzzy and, if anything, probably underestimated the scope of the disease. Record-keeping was poor at the time, and tuberculosis often traveled under aliases. Manifest in the lungs, it was known as consumption, or thysis. On the skin, it was called scrofula, or lupus. It could also appear in other organs and be mistaken for cancer. It wreaked most of its toll in its pulmonary form, and it couldn't have chosen a better hiding place. Deep inside the lungs, tuberculosis could take so long to make its creep that for many death seemed to come from some other cause— influenza or pneumonia or some fever, leaving the true underlying disease invisible, a shadow in the background. Not that anybody, even public officials, even family, was all that concerned about the precise cause of death in general in the mid to late 19th century. After all, these were the hours just before the dawn of modern medicine, when neither diagnosis, such as it was, nor treatment, such as it was, could be of much use. When death could come from any direction for any reason at any time, questions about cause didn't seem so important. Fathers, mothers, husbands, wives, children, siblings, whatever took them, they were gone, like so many others. Indeed, it is difficult to imagine, from the security of our 21st century perspective, how familiar death was in the late 19th century. Suffering, injury, and disease were altogether routine, part of the ordinary experience of everyday life. People tend to use average lifespan to illustrate historic differences in health, but those figures—in 1870, the average lifespan in Europe and the United States was about 36 years, compared to about 80 years today— don't nearly make the point strongly enough. Rather, to get a true sense of the pervasiveness of death— one must look at the annual death rate. How many of the living ended up dead every year? In England, circa 1870, 22 people out of 1,000 died every year. This means that more than 2% of the population was dying off every year. A constant deduction in humanity and accretion of misery. Today, the death rate is about 5 per 1,000, which is to say, four times as many people were dying then than are now. Today, we just can't conceive of so much death, all the time, all around us. Death is so unfamiliar today that almost any expiration seems exceptional. We lament the passing of the generations as if each loss were a tragedy rather than biology. But in 1870, death was a constant presence, lurking around every corner, Something that visited families and friends regularly, if not routinely. The dead came from all stages of life. The old, of course, but also those in the prime of life. Back then, every year, nearly two